0: Hey friends, welcome back to the deep dive snippet. What you're about to hear is a clip from a conversation that I had with sex and relationships educator and creator Hannah Witten, And we're talking about this idea of true love being a bit of a myth. I won't say any more, let's roll the clip. You talk a lot about sex and relationships. We've talked about the whole like <laughs> creatory stuff. We talked a bit about the sex stuff. Switching to the relationships angle broadly, what are the things that make for a good romantic relationship Ah! and what do what do you see in your audience and in people that you speak to about the stuff that people commonly get wrong about the whole relationship stuff
1: oh my goodness i feel like there's there are just so many things because there's like so many like assumptions and and tropes and like ideas we have about relationships from like romantic movies and stuff when we then find ourselves in a like a serious romantic relationship, we're just like, wait, it's not like, it's not like in the movie, it's like, what's going on? Yeah. Um,
0: so what are the key differences uh, of movie versus IRL?
1: One myth that I've always enjoy busting is that love does not conquer all. You know, we have this like romantic notion that love conquers all. If two people like truly love each other, they totally are in love, like respect each other, like their like interpersonal relationship is just, magnificent right that whatever hardships are thrown at them throughout their life their love will be able to see them through and they will be able to like stay a couple and stay in love and stay together throughout it i disagree okay (laughs) i disagree i think there are a lot of just like practical life factors that uh however unromantic it sounds can contribute to a relationship working out or a relationship ending Uh, and that could be things like distance could be things like work could be things like your belief systems Mm. and values, could be things like sickness uh, and health, could be financial, people often forget to talk about money Mm. in relationships um, and that can cause huge rifts love does not conquer your bank account unfortunately yeah that's one of that's one of the big things for me is that like whilst it's it's really nice to think about love in Mm. that way and like it can help sure if you two are really into each other it can help because that gives you like the motivation to be like is this something that we can work through but ultimately like love is not the same thing as compatibility And I think compatibility is something that we have to get, like, really honest with ourselves about in terms of, like, are we actually a good match?
0: (laughs) And I guess that comes from actually just talking about it?
1: From talking about it, but also just, like, from knowing yourself, from um, lived experience, from just, like, yeah, really getting to know yourself and the other person and having experiences together instead of sometimes just talking about hypothetically
0: hmm.
1: having experiences together. Or
0: well, what, what, yeah. like, like going on holiday together and things like that? or That we, could be a huge yeah. one.
1: Like you might really love someone and it turns out that you can't live together. Hmm. But there are relationships um, living apart together where like two people are completely in love and they manage to find like a structure and a system that works for them where hmm. they don't actually live together, but they're in like a very loving long-term relationship yeah. that's maybe like one of the other things is that like we have this idea of relationship stages right oh i think there's a book or 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 maybe it's a blog post i don't know but maybe it's a book that i haven't read but i just like hear a lot of people talking about which is like called riding the relationship escalator or something oh, okay. where it's just like you start dating someone you get on the relationship escalator together and then you're just riding it, like mm. you're not actually in control. Is it escalator or elevator? Who knows. <laughs> but um, but the but the idea is the same. It's just like there are these like clear relationship stages that our culture and media and tradition and mm. um, and even like our politics as well, in terms of like rights and benefits and stuff that you get yeah. from hitting certain life stages. You you might be on that path because maybe you think that that's what you want, but actually like, have you thought about what it is that actually you want and what kind of lifestyle would suit you? Or are you just kind of like doing these things cause you're just like, well, that's what you do when you're in a relationship. That's what you're supposed to do in life. Like you date yeah. for this many months and then you move in together at this time and then you get married and then you have a baby. And like, you know, I'm saying all this as somebody who has very much like kind of followed that trajectory, but me and my partner along the way like every single stage we're like having these really deep conversations about like where is this desire for us to do this together coming from Mm. like is this something that we just feel like we should be doing because that's the next logical step of our relationship and that's just what people do or is this something that we as individuals but also as a unit like is this something that's important to us and like along the way just like every single thing just being like is this something we want to do and actually drilling down to like why mm. and that's something that you say a lot and I think a lot of your videos is just being like ask yourself why ask yourself why again yeah. ask yourself why again and that like doesn't just apply to like work goal setting but like personal mm. relationship goal setting as well for sure
0: yeah like why do I actually want this thing
1: yeah, yeah. and and there will be an element of like oh well it'll make my parents happy right? Mm. And you can choose to listen to that, yeah. but you could also choose to ignore it if it's going to make you miserable, right? Yeah.
0: One of my, one of my big whys for the whole relationship thing is I often, I've heard a bunch of studies <clears throat> referenced rather than kind of read them in their, in their original state that basically say that your happiness in life correlates quite highly with the strength of your kind of primary relationship. Mm. Um, have you come, come, come across this stuff? Like, is that, is that like a thing?
1: Yeah. I think this is something that Again, like similar to you, I think I've just like come across it being referenced, but yes, like your primary relationship and your satisfaction within that primary relationship has a massive impact on your overall life Satisfaction mm. that, make, that makes perfect sense to me. I don't know whether those things are talking about like romantic relationships because I, I hear primary relationship and I'm like, well, what if your primary relationship in your life is with a friend yeah. or with a family member or, mm. or something? But I think that it would still kind of like hold true that premise of like, do you have like a person or do you have like... Yeah. your people because that can absolutely impact your life satisfaction mm. and again there's there's some other studies that I, again that i've seen like referenced and stuff which is like people with kids their general life their <laughs> overall life satisfaction goes down um which is so interesting to me because it's like the same people they like when interviewed it'll be like oh, my kids are the best thing that's ever happened to me and they bring me so much joy. But then when they're surveyed... Yeah, if you're
0: surveyed kind of day-to-day happiness.
1: Yeah, then actually their overall life satisfaction is actually lower than Mm. people without kids. Um, So there is like, I don't know, this cognitive dissonance for people with kids where it's like, you're going to be less happy, but also they're the thing that brings you the most joy in life. Yeah, So it's like... It's, it's an interesting one. I remember like reading something about that when Dan and I were like tr- trying, and I was like, "You ready for our life satisfaction to go down?" Yeah. Um, other things to be aware of, especially if you're like a um, straight woman. The, there's also stuff, and again, like <laughs> I cannot reference the actual like studies and stuff, but I, um, it's just things that I hear referenced, and I think maybe there's some of it in um, the book of Invisible Women when a man and a woman marry each other the man's life expectancy goes up and I think his happiness goes up and a woman's life expectancy goes down <laughs> and uh, yeah and you're just like ha interesting literally marrying men is killing yeah. us <laughs> <laughs> I'm like great <laughs> it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make but with, with things like that though so that's all like very hypothetical mm. and like you're not necessarily going to like notice that in your actual interpersonal relationships. Yeah. For me, as somebody who like finds learning about these things interesting, that's all. it's always something that I bring up with my partner. I'm just like, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, like kind of thing. But obviously if that's not something that you would directly talk about in your relationship, it's still, I think especially if you are in like a cis heterosexual relationship as well, just for me, it's really important being very aware of gender roles Mm. and like I'm someone who considers myself like quite aware of these things and yet in my life notice myself and like me and my partner like slipping into more like traditional gender roles and having to be like hang on hang on did we choose this or is this something that we're just like falling into because it's the examples that we've seen it's because of like how we've been raised it's um it's because of just like how we assume that we're supposed to act. Cause like, when you think about little kids, right? And the way that they behave, they're just mimicking adult behavior, right? Yep. And I feel like that we're doing that throughout entire lives. Mm. Like I'm someone who's almost turning 30, who's pregnant and about to have a kid. How do I act? I don't, I'm just gonna mimic what I've seen in movies. I'm gonna mimic other pregnant yeah. people that I've seen. I'm gonna mimic other people in their 30s. Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just p- pretending and copying other people, right? For me, it's about like, especially with the gender stuff in our relationship, it's like, okay, are we just copying other couples? Are we just copying what we've seen? Are we are we just playing house? Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, Or is this, actually what we want? Is this actually playing into our strengths and weaknesses as individuals and how we can best come together to support one another?